I have always had an interest in complex characters. For me, narratives, cinematic or literary, are only interesting and worth my investment when they include characters who are layered, much like, to quote a big scary green ogre, onions. Now this is my first try at what I will be calling audio essays, where I will be focusing on films, series, some of cinema's iconic characters, be it protagonists or antagonists, as well as sequences, and dissect them as best as I can while appealing to your mind's eye with the soundscape I lay for you. I am by no means an audio editor or a sound designer, but this is not meant to get me a nomination for the Oscars either. This is an experiment, an exploration, a means to build on the conversations we have on script to screen. For my first character study, I've chosen the character of Kylo Ren from the Star Wars sequel trilogy. With the clock to the final film already counting down, I wanted to lay out a theory and an analysis about Darth Vader's grandson, one that states that he, and not Rey, could be essentially the sequel trilogy's protagonist. And if you watch the sequel trilogy with that perspective, it can actually give you a much better viewing experience. To start, I first want to say this. I personally love the character, and as I continually say, film is a subjective art form. Yes, we can put guidelines or tick items off of a checklist of what categorizes an art piece into a film and what doesn't, but the more I teach my students about this grand art form that I love and the more I read posts online, the more I grow tired of certain people's possessiveness of film. Film has always belonged to the people, to the individual watching, listening, and being part of the conversation. The conversation being what the filmmaker wants to say and whether or not the individual is interested in listening and joining in. So whether or not you believe that Kylo Ren is a well-written character or villain is not important to me personally, because I love Kylo Ren. What is important now is whether or not you want to hear why I believe he is a well-crafted character and why he is the secret protagonist for the sequel trilogy. So after this long prologue, let's begin. From the moment the character was announced and the moment we saw his first appearance in the teaser trailer, Kylo Ren intrigued me. I wanted to learn more about him and I hadn't even watched the film, and in my book, that is normally a good sign. Then the official trailer was released and we heard Ren's first phrase. And I will finish what you started. And lo and behold, he was speaking to the burnt mask of Darth Vader. Fans went wild. But most of that excitement dissipated when the film was released. Many were disappointed, many hated him. And then that old parody Twitter account was created with posts like Hot Topic is a great store and my dad just doesn't understand me no one understands me but you grandpa 
As I looked and listened to all those who were disappointed, I felt confused. Something about Ren hit home for me. And here I am now creating an entire audio essay to talk about him. What was it about the character that allowed me to connect and how did it work? Let's begin with the character's exterior, how he appears to his audience on the outside. Kylo Ren, dressed in all black with features quite reminiscent and inspired by Darth Vader, who happens to be his grandfather, yet instead of the cape, Ren's outfit was more menacing and samurai-like, something that Lucas himself always envisioned the Jedi Knights to be. His mask was not a mask of need, but a mask of idolization. He wore his mask not to breathe, not to survive, but to feel closer to his grandfather, to try and emulate a man he worshipped, due to what he has heard about him from Supreme Leader Snoke. This, in and of itself, is something worth dissecting, and one of the reasons why Kylo Ren is more threatening than he appears, which brings us to what makes Kylo tick his interior. According to psychologists, a person is most vulnerable when he or she is going through a crisis of faith or when a person is feeling lonely and unloved. These two situations or examples stood out most especially knowing that Kylo Ren was, without a doubt, pressured as a child by his uncle Luke, mother Leia, and most likely his father Han pressure to live up to standards that were set by his uncle, his mother, and his grandfather, pressure to hold up the legacy of the Skywalker bloodline. Nothing causes a person to lose their sense of identity more than being recognized because of who he or she is related to. Kylo was the son of Han and Leia, heroes of the war against the Empire, and the nephew of the last Jedi, Luke Skywalker and the grandson of the man that was supposed to bring balance to the Force but instead destroyed it, Anakin Skywalker, who later became Darth Vader. When a person is in this state of loneliness and emptiness, they become more susceptible to brainwash and easier to be taken advantage of. According to an article from Psychology Today, a brainwasher will first isolate their subject from friends and support systems, the subject must become totally dependent on their captor or brainwasher for all their basic human needs. We know from the scene between Han and Leia in The Force Awakens that Supreme Leader Snoke took Kylo away from Han and Leia, and as we witnessed with Kylo's behavior towards Snoke, he needs him and depends on his guidance, so much so he would listen to Snoke over his own father, which eventually led him to commit patricide an unforgivable crime. Thank you. And an act pushed Kylo completely over to the dark side. Snoke poisoned Kylo's mind, much like Palpatine poisoned Anakin's in the prequels, and by the time the infection took hold, Luke's controversial moment of weakness established in The Last Jedi pushed Kylo into Snoke's arms. 
Not only was Kylo easily manipulated, he was also someone who bottled up a lot of rage and anger, most likely due to his hidden guilt from betraying his family and feeling so ashamed that he didn't allow himself the ability to come back home. Not to mention his uncle also almost killed him. All these merged together make Kylo a dark force user who fights with his emotions and not with his brain. Remember, the Sith Code states the following. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion I gain strength. Through strength I gain victory. Through victory my chains are broken. The force shall set me free. Kylo, however, does not embody this at all. He is anger made flesh. He is hate made flesh. This is why in his battle against Rey in the snow at the end of The Force Awakens, it was easy for Rey, an unskilled Jedi, to defeat him. He was driven by his emotions, by his rage, and this did not break his chains and set him free. This forced him into a cage and made it easier for Snoke to control him but not for long. Darkness rises and light to meet it. A phrase uttered by Snoke in The Last Jedi, a phrase that clearly points to one thing. This trilogy is not focused on the light side of the Force at all, but on the dark. It is focused on the failures and the corruption of the past. Think of the scene between Yoda and Luke in The Last Jedi. I was weak. Unwise. Lost Ben Solo. You did. Lose Rey. We must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery. <clears throat> but weakness... Folly. Failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. The Light is the antagonist, and Kylo is the protagonist, seeing as he is the last generation of Skywalker. A young boy who was driven away from his family because of his fears of failing them, his resentment towards them, and his internal pain. I'm being torn apart, Kylo says to Han in The Force Awakens. I want to be free of this pain. Yet where Kylo found his sanctuary in Snoke, he also found an abusive captor, who now judges Kylo based on standards set by Vader and Kylo's bloodline. The mighty Kylo Ren. When I found you, I saw masters live to see. Raw, untamed power. And beyond that, something truly special. The potential of your bloodline. A new Vader. Now, I fear mistaken. I've given everything I have to you. To the dark side. Take that ridiculous thing off. 
This leads the spiraling, out-of-control, guilt-ridden, anger-filled, self-hating Kylo Ren to connect with another lost and confused character, Rey. This connection is the core of The Last Jedi and offers the audience a moment of hope that Kylo might be redeemed. And when Snoke pushes Kylo to the edge by threatening that new bond, it leads Kylo to murder him, to escape him, and to break free of the chains. The chains here are not what you think they are. The chains are the past. Kylo is part of a long line of elements within the Star Wars saga that fans have now come to label as the Echoes. His psychological state, his behavior, his regret is a damn near perfect echo of Anakin Skywalker and not Darth Vader. Anakin leaves his mother as a child and then loses her later on. This only pushes Anakin to simply keep spiraling deeper and deeper down the black hole of loneliness, rage, and vulnerability. This, coupled with Anakin's love for Padme, makes him the perfect target for Palpatine. It's upsetting to me to see that the Council doesn't seem to fully appreciate your talents. Don't you wonder why they won't make you a Jedi Master? I wish I knew. More and more I get the feeling that I'm being excluded from the Council. I know there are things about the Force that they're not telling me. They don't trust you, Anakin. They see your future. They know your power will be too strong to control. You must break through the fog of lies the Jedi have created. Let's not forget that the main reason that Anakin turned to the dark side was to save Padme from death. Kylo is very similar, and his connection to Rey now is another addition to his vulnerability. In The Last Jedi, Kylo asks Rey to join him, much like his grandfather before him, who tried this twice, might I add, once with Padme and later on with his son. During that scene, however, Kylo also makes a very interesting statement that appears to be targeted towards Rey, but I believe he is saying it to himself. It's time to let old things die. Snoke, Skywalker, the Sith, the Jedi, the Rebels, let it all die. Rey. I want you to join me. Here, Kylo wants all connection with his legacy and his family severed. He wants his pain, his confusion, his struggle, the high expectations and the pressure to disappear. He wants to be free of it all. Unfortunately, Rey wants a connection to something or someone, and herein lies their conflict. 
I do not foresee Kylo dying at the end of the sequel trilogy. In fact, I do believe that he will be redeemed and brought back towards the light. But I could be wrong. He could be the final piece to killing the past to allow the Star Wars franchise to grow beyond the Skywalker line, though for me that would defeat the purpose of the saga. Without the Skywalkers, there would be no Star Wars. Sure, we don't know the entirety of Ren's situation. We have one more episode to piece together the full narrative, but this does not negate the truth that Ren is a well-crafted character, a threat, and the true protagonist of this tale. Without him, the sequel trilogy would not work. Kylo Ren is a good character, no, a great character, and I for one cannot wait to see his fate and what J.J. Abrams has in store for us all in what is being labeled as the final Skywalker film later this year. I hope you guys liked my first audio essay. I have so many more topics I want to share with you, and I really hope you send me your feedback and let me know what you thought. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Alan Mahana, on Instagram at Alan Mahana, and access Script to Screen's official Facebook page at facebook.com slash script to screen pod. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Anchor and all podcast platforms. You can also watch our show on YouTube. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.